0: Yeah. Get this. Uh, can you hear me?
1: Yeah. I'm not I, seeing any sound waves.
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: Okay. Hello, hello. Uh, hello. Hello.
0: M O U R N I N G. Morning, morning. Let's go. Good morning. It's the morning after with Sam, Quinn. Not Quinn, it's Molly and her reach. And I am drinking Malibu and don't know what I'm saying. And that's our morning after song.
2: Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is the morning after for scary stories to tell in the dark a movie and, we watched yeah and this is where we uh talk about the movie that we just watched in the last episode now that we're not drunk anymore and we maybe sometimes have are more coherent i don't know uh, i i think so
1: <laughs> probably sometimes more
0: boring
2: <laughs> so uh how do you guys feel about this movie now
0: it's uh, still great stories. yeah yeah it's still a great movie I like hope they make a sequel. They can do it. They've could. got yeah. plenty of material. They should make a sequel set in a different decade. Oh, where they find another Yeah. Like the seventies. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Really
1: and about about like, or the 90s. like don't keep it to the same people.
0: If they did the nineties, then they could like play into like different like stories, if that makes sense. Like yeah.
2: more recent stories?
0: Yeah. But also ones that you could uh, like adapt in a modern way.
2: I guess. I mean I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of the draw was adapting the pictures from the books. So... Yeah, you
0: can still do that. I'm just saying the situations. Oh, okay. Like, the situations about, like, the characters themselves could be, like, more... It it could be, like, anthology, anthology.
1: (laughs) That would be how they anthology it. It's, like, different...
2: Well, um, I wanted to talk about... uh, I was thinking about the ending earlier, and it's it's cool because it's, like, kind of like a... um, um mixed feelings ending because like they like sur- they survive you know they but like banish cerebellas or whatever half and of them are dead half of them are still gone or <laughs> <Are> missing they, <laughs> they missing really... and also it's ramon has to go to uh, the war yeah um so it's like yeah we like we survived but like we still have to deal with like real life and there's still fallout from uh the the stuff that happened to us so um, I thought that was like really cool, and I like the way that they end that. Especially um, for a
0: kids movie, where like the president for like kids, ba- like kids centered and focused horror movies, and not just kids, but like yeah. younger people, where like a lot of the time, it, like stuff does work out mm-hmm. positively right. for Happy everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah, and everyone comes back and everyone's saved, and but like this doesn't do that. It just like ends with them still missing, and I mean it like leaves it open for them to find the kids later in a sequel but it's also like cool
1: cool they probably won't yeah if it was any other story they'd be permanently dead yeah but it does give them hope because she's like we're still we're never gonna stop looking and whatever right. so that's nice
2: yeah and yeah uh how
1: are you still f- still feeling because you kind of had like a revelation of like really liking the movie yeah
2: i i think i still like it more yeah um yeah i haven't I mean it's still like it's it's basically like a Disney Channel movie with like effects that are r- like really nice <laughs> much better than Disney Channel worthy but um it's like uh the plot like the overarching plot like just doesn't really work for me still like but I do like I appreciate the ending I appreciate all the subtext that they do um and I thought that was cool so I I do like it more, um, and I think it's worthy of an eight or whatever I gave it, um, which is cool. Uh, I also wanted to ask you guys, do you think that, like, this movie came out last year, 2019, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that um, they chose to put it in the context of an election as to kind of like so that kids like today can relate to that because like oh my god yeah yeah holy shit 2016 was a huge deal and like everyone is still like in we're still in the fallout of 2016 and so like for a kid that like grew up in 2016 and is now like the target audience for this they like remember like having to deal with like their own like kid problems while all the adults were talking about like this huge election that was going on that they didn't really understand, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I think it's cool that this movie kind of um also has that like election in the background so it like relates to like kids can relate to that and stuff.
0: Wow. Yes exactly I bet
1: the parallel the direction they were going yeah. to that's actually a good note. I didn't even think really about that right like obviously like they wanted that to be something because like they wouldn't have spent so much like i mean not like it's a lot but there's several moments on screen where you're face to face with the nixon election so like i mean they definitely were going for that yeah that's good i didn't like think about it through the context of being a kid that was like young enough to maybe understand things are bad but not really understand the details of it that's actually really good i like that a lot
2: yeah so i i thought that was cool um But other than that, uh, I didn't really have anything else to add. I
1: have two things. Sure. One, we discussed if it would have been better as an anthology or like this narrative structure. Uh Um, I have an argument against anthologies that I was thinking about. And I was like, you know what? An anthology for these things probably would have been more pricey to make it. If you think because they would have had they would have had to make like new sets and yeah. like probably had to make more. So that's more costumes, more sets, really, more more actors. Ca- more actors. Yeah. So I was thinking about it and I was like, well, they technically went the cheaper route, which is kind of crazy because you think an anthology would be cheaper. But with something like this, with the amount of costuming and set dressing and stuff, I was like, yeah, I think they probably saved money picking this one
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. from a producer
1: standpoint. And wow,
0: I guess they did spend a lot on CGI as well. You think back to Anaconda, (laughs) how much money they spent per second on that snake. You got to be thinking, hey, the quality for this is about 10 times better. They're probably spending 10 times more money. I don't know. With the efficiency
1: of technology, though,
0: they might have been spending less. And technology is 10 times more efficient. So... Is everything just balanced out?
2: <laughs> well, does anything to I said matter? For inflation, oh
0: inflation! Yeah, we didn't even think about that. In money, get this is <laughs> worth ten times <laughs> more than it was back in nineteen ninety seven. We're so very we're actually good economists.
2: now like a thousand times more efficient, maybe? and that means the know. jangly
0: man is a thousand times hotter
2: than <laughs> the snake. Yes, agreed. <laughs>
1: Um, Anyways, my second point was just to argue with Harish. Um, how he was like, Well I can't you know, it's it's a kid's movie, so it can only be so good. Um, Coraline is a kid's movie. Yeah. And you gave that ten stars. Coraline is better, but
0: (laughs) Right.
2: And that's a good movie that's still like this is a good movie for a kid's movie. Um but, like, the plot is still, like, a kid's movie plot that, like... The plot
1: of Coraline's a kid's movie plot.
2: Right. But it's it's different. Like, there...
1: <laughs> it slaps different. I'm, I'm
2: thinking about it, like, as kid's movie as a concept. Like, and by that I mean, like, uh it, it kind of has the same sort of messages that you would get from, like, a Disney Channel show. Or, like, the plot kind of goes in the same way. Because, like, all the... It's all about, like, being friends and, you know, like, uh, um, I don't know, like, being bullied and, and stuff like that. And killing racist know. people. I don't know. It just felt like the plot just, I don't I I, would say I haven't thought enough to, like, give an- <laughs> to explain it, like, in words. But, it, like, it has the feeling of this is a kid's movie plot.
1: So, you know? I would say, would you say that we could make a spectrum? And the spectrum would be, like... Disney Channel original movie, Coraline, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is in the middle? Yeah, Would that work for you? Yeah. I think I understand this now. Yes. Anyways, I just got mad when I was listening to the episode because you kept saying kids movie and I was like, Coraline's a fucking kids movie. Right. (laughs)
0: Coraline, if you don't know. Is the first movie? It is the first movie. Don't we listen did on to, to that podcast. episode. We should just or take do it down or do. <laughs> hey, no, we, <laughs> we can't. Should, we should just redo Coraline. I saw no, 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 no I saw this thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hey, you know, some people are saying my art's kind of bad, but hey, I'm still making something, and that's yeah. about what. It, so even the bad stuff you make, so you still, you know, really? still made something. Yeah, I guess it's true. It's true. How many yeah. other people? I guess we have compare. a drunk podcast where they talk about Coraline. That's true. We I'm guessing also, not a lot. If people criticize our
1: format, we can always be like okay well you should know where we came from you don't know what <laughs> you had it was much worse before <laughs> so be thankful
2: um be that... thankful
0: that we learned what to do
1: <laughs> and to are make...
0: continuing to I mean, learn better mainly, content be
2: thankful that we bought mics so it doesn't sound as bad
0: <laughs> and um, be thankful but... that we got rid of the recap um <laughs> and be thankful for the friends we made along the way <laughs> that's true we have made friends this is our thanksgiving episode <laughs> coming to you <laughs> in
1: march <laughs>
2: Uh so anything else on scary stories?
1: Um thank you this? Guillermo Del Toro for everything. I
2: mean, yeah. We talk about Guillermo Del Toro a lot, but he was just the producer. He was okay. Andre Overdahl okay. was the director. Thank you,
1: Andre Overdahl too. And but it
2: was also written by other people whose names I don't know. But Guillermo
1: <laughs> has produced a lot for us. Yes. A, a lot for society he's done. And I think this was a great <laughs> touch. Right. Thank yeah. you, my
0: sweet teddy bear. Thank you for making The Shape of Water. <laughs> and others. And others? No, like, all of his movies are oh, great.
1: Next time, cast Doug Jones. What the fuck, guys? Come on. This he is like, if,
0: okay, I will say if Doug Jones was the jangly man, I'd be on board.
1: But they. I don't but think, he's not. I don't think Doug can, like, and do And for those, those reasons, then, I'm yeah. out. But, <laughs> like, it's just mind-blowing to me that we have a Guillermo del Toro, like, produced movie and Doug Jones isn't in it. What the f- I mean, he's not in every Guillermo movie either. But this is like, this is Doug Jones' shit.
0: Whatever. Doug Jones, if you are free next Thursday. um, I am also free next Thursday. If you would like to hang out with me next Thursday when I am free. And with that. Our next episode
2: is going to be. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with a special guest. Can I say it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Oh, that's. uh, (laughs) I Thought you were going to say. That's actually the third movie. But. Thought you were going to say the name (laughs) of our guest. Yeah. Oh, with our good with. with, with (laughs) She's right here, so I'm stressed out. With my good friend Haley Joe Kendrick.
1: Yay! Okay. She's not a
0: bitch, but this is Prime Time.
1: (laughs) So stay tuned for this Friday for that one.
0: Bye.